Hey, it's me again. It's been a while. I took a vacation to Austria. It was amazing. And when I came back, I had to start teaching again. Things have calmed down now a little bit, so... I finally had some time to edit this episode. As you might recall, I wanted to do an episode about China. However, when I was on vacation, I ran to an acquaintance of mine in Gitorn, the Dutch Venice, and uh, she's a tour guide as well, like Jody in my last episode. And she's originally from Hong Kong, so she seemed like a great fit for an interview. I must say, I'm happy with my choice. I've learned a lot during my research and during my interview uh, with her about Hong Kong. It's a place I've never been, so let's get started and grow some walls. Hong Kong, or the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region of the People's Republic of China, is a place I had to look up where it is exactly. It's on the south coast of China. The, the country is 38 times smaller than the Netherlands, yet there are 7.5 million residents. Hence, Hong Kong is one of the most densely populated places in the world. Some of you might recall that Hong Kong used to be a colony from Britain. It was on the 1st of July in 1997 that Hong Kong was transferred to China after 156 years of British rule. It was shortly occupied by Japan, by the way, from 1941 to 1945. Like in many places of the world where... Often Western countries uh, colonize parts of the world. These changes of government has caused some unrest and unhappiness with some. To uh, yeah, just I don't want to go too much into it because. But let's just say Hong Kong has developed well. It's one of the most well-known cities in China now and has become one of the most significant financial centers and commercial ports. Around here, my knowledge regarding Hong Kong ended. And most of my knowledge came from older articles or Western news. Time to check in with somebody that has lived in Hong Kong and been there recently. But before I started asking questions about Hong Kong, I wanted to know... What made you move to the Netherlands? Because Um, you come from... I come from Hong Kong. And, and, and what made you move? Because I assume there's no sign on the street that says, come to the Netherlands, no, come join I, our windmills and strokavels. Uh, honestly, I uh, I never thought that I would move to the Netherlands. And uh, I even started my business here. I consider this is actually my home right now. And my when I go back to Hong Kong, it's more like a visiting family, friends and their... Uh, yeah, so I came to the Netherlands uh, because of uh, a relationship. I have met uh, someone who was born here and his family is from Hong Kong. I met him in uh, Hong Kong, actually. My first job, I started uh, 
working there, and he was there for the internship. And uh, then we started a relationship, and then I thought um, we we should go further. And then, uh, and then I that time I was already thirty, around thirty years old. So I thought, oh, it's time to start. A new life. Somehow, people have uh, their yeah, the, the, at the age of thirty. I thought that was meant to be, but uh, when we moved here, five years later, we are not together anymore. But we are still friends, like a family. And he was born here in Rotterdam. And then I thought Rotterdam. And when I started to live in Rotterdam, I thought where? And I didn't have any idea about this city. And then I was also searching. Oh, this is gonna be the city I'm going to live in. So I searched for what is it uh, and uh, how is it, and I actually came here for some time to get to see it. Do I like it here or not? What made you decide? What was the the? Because because I understand that you went to Holland first to experience. To experience, it. yeah. I did the same with my wife. Yes. Just to make sure that she liked it. Yes. She stayed here for three months. Yeah. But what made you decide, okay, this I is the country I, I can live in? Oh, I, uh, first of all, I think I was in love. So everything was more beautiful and, uh, and only six months. I stayed for six months and uh, I didn't see the, the, the real him properly because you are so in love and then you just feel everything is so perfect. Then I decided to give it a try. So I started to uh, just try to live here. Mm -hmm. And then so not long after that, I think we didn't go well. Uh, the third year, <laughs> the second year, I think we survived. But the third year, not really, because we have a very similar character and uh, we end up in arguing about even small things so that didn't work i think that can happen yeah that can and, happen and what made you decide to stay in the netherlands because some people would decide then okay i'm gonna go back to yes my exactly i after five years i actually went back and there i thought that i didn't have uh, the relationship didn't go well i i went back so i went back i started to have a job a new job and there uh, of course it's Hong Kong is a very uh, fast-moving environment in any kind of industry, especially I was in media. And then five years away means you have to start all over again. Then I thought, uh, I even I found a job, but it wasn't my uh, profession anymore. And uh, then I started to uh, think about starting a business because it's always on my mind that I sh I don't like to work for people I want to work for myself and then I started to think what do I like and then I started to think oh I like coffee so but I cannot run the business as uh, in the cafe or then I thought about uh, flowers I love flowers so maybe I can start a, a shop a florist then I thought, oh, like I like wine. Maybe I start a wine shop. So I just think about Lots what. Of ideas. Yes. So that or a pub or a bar, but running this business in a pub or a bar is not easy. Then I thought, hmm, I like traveling. Maybe I should go and learn how to do the business in traveling. And then I start my own travel company. 
a tour company. Then I went into a, a in, in company in, in here, in, the, in, in, in Arnhem. In Arnhem. Arnhem. So you moved back to the here. Netherlands and to then, start your company? Yeah, start working first. Okay. Working. Uh, and there, a year, about a year, I learned how to plan the itinerary and book the, the cruise and book hotel, bus, and then employ the people to do the, the tour guiding job. And then, or I learned myself, I also went on a few tours and as tour guide, and they trained me and I learned to go to places. All these, uh, then I decided to, I think it's time to, to start my own. Because I don't like the way they 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 run the tours because it's the traditional kind of tours. It's not interesting. And I started to think about something. What is interesting? I went on a tour uh, by myself, uh, traveling to Greece, and then I met different people. I was alone, but I in the end I met a very good travel mate. She's from Chile, and there. Uh, so we decided to travel together. So I thought it's fun. So you're a solo traveler, but then you meet people on the way, on your journey, and uh, you travel together. And this is fun, actually. So that tour, I think, is the kind of inspiring tour for my later on business. So I want to have a, a tour. You can meet people, you can make new friends, and have fun together, enjoy the traveling together. So I, I started with the networking tour concept. Mm -hmm. Networking tour concept is kind of is offering a platform for you to meet other people. We have a lot of expats in the Netherlands, a large community of expats. So I started just offering tours, a day tour for the expats and then the meetup your organization yeah, for the meetup. I know they have a meetup in Amsterdam, for the instance. The meetup, yeah, and, the meetup. Harlem, uh, yes, every every city you have a meetup. So I started travel meetup myself, and then I organized a day tour, and then later on, slowly two days and three days, and there. This is how I started my tour, and just keep testing and running. And see, in the beginning, of course, it was it wasn't for business. It's just for leisure, for fun, and then testing as well if this concept works. And it turned out to be popular. People liking it, and people start to call this tour cherry tours. And then they come back because they know that every time I will be a tour guide, a good tour guide, and a good host for them taking care of them and make sure they are not alone. The expats, they are just uh, like them and they need to make new friends as well because most people coming here without family, without any friends, they have only colleagues. Then the colleagues go home and then during the weekend, they, they just have nothing much to, to do or they just do things on their own and they're... I think I offer this platform for them to meet other people and they are very happy even talking to people like in their situation, the same situation. Totally different question now. You, you mentioned you come from Hong Kong. 
and yeah. you like traveling, why should people visit Hong Kong? What can people see in Hong Kong? Because it's not a very famous uh, vacation country. In, oh. ca- in China, maybe it in is. In China, but yes. In Asia, in, in yes. Europe, in Europe, people are like, you know, China mm. is not visited that often, and Hong mm. Kong is not... Even smaller, yeah, yeah. I have no idea what I can see yeah. in Hong Kong. Oh, uh, actually, Hong Kong is famous for shopping and food. So it's, uh, it's a food paradise, it's a shopping paradise. And if you want to see the, the culture, the East meet the West, I think Hong Kong is the, the good place for you to, to go and visit. And there, it has the, the most beautiful, I still consider this is the most beautiful night view, mm-hmm. the panorama view of the harbor, the Victoria Harbor. That is the most beautiful so far in the world, I think, because I've been traveling around, I haven't found anything the same. It's a, a kind of panorama, night view, especially the night view, the skyline, uh, yeah. the, the skyscrapers, the buildings, and there. But at night, it's the most beautiful because you see the, the light and then with the uh, shadow from the buildings. And, and you're and saying east needs to meet west. Can you describe, because I'm trying to pictured it in my mind and I haven't really been in a country where East meets West a lot. So Yeah, so, I... Okay, uh, first of all, when you enter Hong Kong, it's, it's already bilingual. You see the signages is in English and Chinese together. Oh, so nice. anyone who's, tra- who's traveling to Hong Kong wouldn't get lost. And most people speak English. I cannot say uh, speaking very good English, but simple English is should be no problem in anywhere. And uh, you see the traditional, the Chinese uh, temple, the traditional temple. Mm-hmm. You can Buddhism uh, temples. You can find it in Hong Kong. And then on the other hand, you find all these nightlife and their tall buildings and their, um, that that you feel it is the, the mix of the their uh, the Chinese and also the Western culture mm. in one city yeah I, I've been in the Western be, world of course and I've been in China but even, it, it would yeah. be an interesting experience to be somewhere in between yes like actually because I've been in China, but I cannot really read Relate. any sign. Yeah. I don't know where I am. I depend on my wife to tell me where to go. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, I decide where to go. I'm sort of the tour guide. Oh, uh, uh, But in China, she is. Okay. Uh, but it, it would be interesting to go to uh, To, to just try. Uh, there are lots of expats working in Hong Kong as well. And all these... Uh, international corporations and you can recognize and all these merchants and shops and they're easily you can fit in fit in very easily and then meanwhile if you want to find something really authentic uh, Cantonese Chinese food you can also find it from the the restaurants you can already feel it there any kind of food you can find it there 
the French, Italian, and uh, um, so so you notice it in, in even the food, Asian, you, yeah, do you, do, you, Asian. do you notice it in culture too? Like beside food, like are the people very different than in China? They are more. I would say they are more exposed to the world news and uh, technology. I think it's also up to date and uh, and their social medias and uh, all these. Influence from the rest of the world. I think that that makes the people think and see things differently. Mm-hmm. They, so they have a different perspective there than different. the rest of China. I think, to some point of view, yes, quite different. Even like we we can also say the culture is. We also need to learn when we are now Hong Kong is part of China, so Hong Kong people need to learn. The, the culture or the way of thinking from the people in China or the other way, vice versa. It is slightly different way of thinking, mm. especially see things or perspective on certain things could be different, I think. I know Hong Kong has 236 islands. Yes. Now, I have no idea where to start if I and I, I really want to visit uh, Taiwan and, and, and Hong Kong sometime um, like but there's so many islands like is there a certain island that you say like you should go there there's not a lot of people that know about that that's, yes. a, that's a nice uh, uh, there are some islands you can't really there are there are no people living there so the famous islands is a landmark island. These are for uh, visiting or people really living there. And the largest one is the Lantau Island, which is now the airport. Um, so the, I don't suggest to go to some islands without people. Okay. Yeah, so just pick the, the, the largest islands to visit. And you can also, yeah, but there go on like a river cruise then you can do the islands uh, hopping yeah. Yeah, the, the river cruise uh, but you're not driving I, the, the, there there is a captain on board driving you to places and you have you can enjoy some water sports what would a Dutch person enjoy in China or Hong Kong or what would they enjoy there if they want to go to Hong Kong, I would say they want to experience the, the culture, Chinese culture. Meanwhile, it's not too uh, much different. It's still, um, Hong Kong is more like a bridge between yeah, the and West the and, the, yeah. and the East. So, it would be a good so it's a good start. A lot of people would like to, even speaking of uh, running a business there or start a business they would choose Hong Kong first and then for traveling I think it's also the same that they would like to go there to see Hong Kong first and also the visa free you can go in easily without applying for a visa because you go to China you need a visa right and then that's the place easy to get in and easy to go out so they just want to see at least Hong Kong first and if they want to go further they will go to 
China. Okay, then so it's a stop in between there, China yeah. and the West. Like you yeah. can sort of see if that's something for you. Yeah, yes, exactly. Okay. It's and a good tip for people who are considering China, but they're saying like, oh, I don't know if I can yeah. find my way there. Yeah, yeah. Then Hong Kong would be a first good the first stop. first step, actually, I would think so too. Hmm. And there, if you want to go further, you can go traveling a bit further to China. Being a big fan of Chinese food, I had to ask about Chinese food culture. And the first word that came up with her was it, we call tea house so tea house is more or tea restaurants i think and the translation is like tea restaurants and that that kind of a place you can have the chinese cantonese food but you also have some toast and some mix of that is the culture mixed already that that's what we eat and their coffee tea is always on there you get that Standard. on their yeah on the menu but very interesting you have the tea mixed with the coffee and invented in hong kong <laughs> tea mixed with coffee yeah oh. i i think it's weird when i, was, I don't when like it but east meets west yeah that is the, the drink like tea mixed exactly with so this is created there and some people like it oh. can you imagine well, you when you go the next no, time try no. it I don't remember I ever had that, but I think it's not my kind of thing. I I don't remember the flavor actually, but this is called yin yang, something like that. We checked and it's actually called yuan yang. This morning. Don't think, I, I, I don't, don't really think want to try, but when I will go there... Just try it, I because try now it. you remind me, it's really, so there that, is a drink like that. Tea, so, 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 coffee mixed. That's so odd. <laughs> that's it. I want to say it's wrong, but it's not. You know, like it's. it's yeah, but think about wrong, the but tea. But think about the tea is the tea with milk, and it's yeah. very creamy. And yeah. then, uh, and then the coffee is also kind of creamy. And then but they it mix seems together. To me that, that it's, the coffee will overpower the the tea so much. Um, true actually then you will taste more coffee I think and but I can't remember how it tastes um, anymore okay yeah well but that is something I can recall I'll that's you know strange it's weird and this is only happening in Hong Kong I think it's the and what about food is there like a special Hong Kong uh, dish that, uh, that I should try when I'm there I think when you're there you just go into any restaurant for dim sum dim sum is more like a chinese tapas a small small things and you can eat a lot and sharing with friends and usually it comes with four three or four in one mm -hmm. like a bamboo a bamboo container yeah and yeah steam it in there. yes this is what they record there this uh, my favorite is the, the these two things the hagao is the shrimp with shrimp dumpling. inside yeah shrimp and dumpling and hagao and siumai siumai is more the mix of uh, some meat and shrimps and uh, yeah i think and also the chestnut or something crisp oh, taste nice. taste like uh, oh, yeah. a small small one so you feel like you're a bit Chew, crunchy 
when you bite so it's not too much meat you feel less meat yeah so uh, anyway so yeah this is the typical thing to eat and in that kind of restaurants you can also have the fried noodle fried rice and all kind of things it's not just for dim sum but usually they serve dim sum in the morning and until afternoon and then in the night they serve something else like dishes and mm. so that fried like, walk like walk stuff but more tasty of course and do, do you celebrate your birthday is uh, that something you yeah. celebrate now yes. oh we celebrate for sure it's a big thing birthday. yeah it's quite a big thing but some chinese people celebrating uh luna calendar so the the new uh, the birthday could be different mm-hmm. yeah the birthday could be slightly different so all the people celebrating the the luna calendar so the birthday suddenly is one month earlier or one month later. It's not like the Western calendar. Like my father, his birthday is so easy to remember. Just the new year, the day before the new year. So I remember, but I don't remember his birthday. Uh, the, the normal day, you know exactly when. Because he celebrated the, the old traditional calendar, the lunar calendar. Yeah. Somehow I don't remember his real birthday. So mm. it's a bit weird, but only for the old people. Uh, young people celebrating the, the normal calendar. So do you belong to the old people or the young people? I celebrate the. The, the the young people of course i don't hey, even know so i don't even young, know <laughs> honestly i don't even know my lunar calendar birthday oh. it's just that older people they somehow still living in the lunar calendar because chinese new year also according to this chinese calendar so without a chinese calendar they don't know when is the new year when is the moon festival so they need to follow then they go on and celebrating all these uh, festivals, holidays. Yeah. Um, here in Chinese uh, associations, they still printing the traditional calendar. You know that mm. hanging there, that kind of calendar, a normal calendar, but with the Chinese lunar calendar in there. So you see which day is which. It's just for the. It's kind of tradition. People don't use it anymore. Mm. But once they have printed all these calendars, they give to the people. But most people, they are old people in there. And then they give one to me. Then I get to see also, oh, when is the moon festival? Then it's interesting. This is the the culture and the tradition. Probably will be disappeared someday. Yeah, in time, everything... Mm. Slowly yeah. disappears or, or changes or gets bigger sometimes. Yeah. Uh, okay, that was uh, my last question. Um, then I would like to ask you like, you have a business here in the Netherlands. Yes. And for those people that are in the Netherlands, where can they find you? What they can they do with you? Promote yourself. Oh, okay. I'm very active on the social media. If you want to find Cherry Travel and Tours, uh, you just type Cherry Travel and Tours, you find me. Because my tours are also available on uh, TripAdvisor. Uh, 
and my I have a page Cherry Travel and Tours page I'm managing all these social media myself and uh, it really takes time but I like to share so it's also part of my job I enjoy doing it um, Google you can find me easily and uh, Instagram Cherry Tours dot Amsterdam Facebook my personal page probably you are interested to follow me personally is welcome uh, Cherry Hung my last name is H-E-U-N-G actually it means fragrance okay a cherry fragrance like a cherry yes. flower Oh, yes, cherry blossoms. That's, that's, that's much nicer than brown. Brown has a meaning? Or? No, it no just meaning. means brown. <laughs> yeah, brown. Yeah, Which yeah. is not the most lovely color in the world. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I suggest uh, visiting, her, uh, visiting her tours. I, I, I did so in the past and I, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Um, well, that was the interview. What do you think? Interesting. Yeah, just talking to a friend, and yeah, I, I had my first podcast interview, and I really enjoy it. And now I want to see the outcome, and and also meeting friends over the waves. <laughs> I hope that works. I hope it works. I hope you will like it. Yeah, quite outcome. interesting. Yeah, just hearing the sound, but not Im no images. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Well, Sherry, I hope you liked it so far. But it's not finished yet. After the interview, I did more research. Because I wanted to know even more. I turned to Reddit to talk to some other people to hear what they thought I missed. They provided me with some useful information and some not so useful information, of course, because, you know, it's Reddit. Uh, but here are some of the highlights. First thing that I want to share is actually not really a highlight. It was just something I noticed. So Reddit has all these subreddits and you can post something on a subreddit after you joined it and then you get a response most of the time. When I posted my question on the subreddit of China, where I started with my quest for knowledge, uh, it was flagged for review and needed manual approval, which it never got. I tried rephrasing my question, but I just never was allowed to ask my question. And all I asked was what should people know about Hong Kong? Or what should people know that want to travel to Hong Kong? Something similar like that. But I just never got through to that subreddit. On the subreddits of Hong Kong or Travel Hong Kong, that sort of... I, I did get a response. But I thought it was just weird I didn't get a response on the one that has China. Second highlight was uh, a discussion with somebody called Curry Slapper, great username, uh, that mentioned that there's lots of great stuff in, in Hong Kong and that many of people choose to be there and like being there, even though having spent time abroad, just loving life in Hong Kong. 
But like many great places, there are some crap things going on as well. And one of the things that was identified was the lack of uh, progress in the last decade. So obviously there hasn't been a lot of progress in the last 10 years. Uh, and it just sort of stopped developing, it just stayed similar. Uh, that is something I, I couldn't find online, so it was very nice to hear from somebody that actually is living there right now, and it was supported by other people as well, because I, I checked, my, uh, checked the facts, of course. Um, it is clear from the data that Hong Kong has been writing off the China story of for decades, well, before the handover. And uh, it, it, it is one of the most frustrating things for people in Hong Kong. Uh, hopefully, it's in the process of correcting this path. And um, I've looked at some of the, the data on uh, some of the, the websites that were given to me. And you could see that a lot of the things actually yeah, sort of uh, went up and up and up and are sort of going down now. And some of them have been recently going up again and others are still going down. So it's sort of that, that, that point of view that it sort of stopped developing. I think that can be, be proven by looking at that information. Um, one question I had as well is I was very curious about the education and the environment over there. Um, well, the consensus was that most people in Hong Kong seem not too bothered by the environmental pollution that is happening. So it's not really as big as it might be in some of the other places of the world that are just as developed. Uh, and education, if I look at how highly educated people are, it's doing okay. It's not doing great. It's not doing bad, but that's just saying education. It doesn't say how successful somebody is. Somebody can have no education and still be a great businessman. So it's not all in cop. It doesn't mean it's just like a small bit. So I'm curious to learn more about it, but I haven't been able to, to find a lot about it. So that's definitely something I will try to research uh, when I'm there. And well, if you're from Hong Kong and you actually know something about it, please let me know. I'm curious. Um, then number three. It was mentioned by several people that people in Hong Kong love cash. As on mainland China, uh, most of the time there's a QR code or you can use WeChat to pay or Apple Pay. There, 
cash is king. So definitely take your Hong Kong dollars and carry them around so you can buy your dim sum and all those other nice stuff that you can enjoy in Hong Kong. If you came this far, good for me, but also good for you. You can win a prize. All you need to do is share at Grosome Walls at your Instagram or Facebook in an original way. Make sure to tag me so I can see it. I will select the best ones and announce the winner on my social media. Did I mention the price yet? You curious? It's a Huawei Band 4E with a water-resistant wristband that tracks your steps, activities and so on. You'll like it. Good luck! And see you next time. Until then, grow some walls. Oh, 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 oh,